Well, of course, the New South Wales state election is looming and so we're sitting down with some of our state pollies to get to know them away from the scripted speeches, the politics and a bit of a policy-free zone, in fact, as part of our poly waffle cutting through because we literally do have a plate of waffles in front of our pollies. And today we're joined by the Deputy Opposition Leader, Prue Carr. Prue, welcome to Polly Waffle. Thanks, Deb. Well, tuck in. There are, there are real waffles here. There so, actually is a waffle yes, in front of me. Yes, there is. <laughs> so we'll we'll dive into what you've got in your choice of waffle because that explains a lot about people I think in yeah. in a moment with the waffles but you I think have really been your health battles has been what we've really focused on of late and you recently had the big kidney cancer announcement how are you going how are you going health wise at the moment I'm actually feeling really good uh, probably because I don't have a tumor inside my kidney anymore um, say in, in ingest and it's not really funny but um yeah no I feel really good like I was pretty rotten beforehand I probably didn't realize how sick I was until I went to the doctor and then it all sort of came out from there and then the surgery was pretty hard Mm. recovery from the surgery was pretty hard but yeah I'm feeling really fighting fit now which is what we want to see so how did you find out about it what was the Mm. realization that you were a bit under the weather I was so tired but you know, it's sort of like every, I thought it was like everyday fatigue. I thought I'm in this crazy job. I've got a little boy, you know, it's just hard, you know, like it's just every day you get to the end of the day and you're like, oh, I did it. You know, like I've, I've finished it. Uh, and it just sort of got worse and worse. My fiance um, is a nurse by training and he kept saying, you got to go to the doctor. I was like, are you kidding? I don't have time to go to the doctor. See, this is usually the role reverse. Yeah. It's usually the, the male who's being told to go to the doctor, but yeah. you're being told by your male I know, partner and I was to like, go. I can't. I can't go to the doctor. He's like, that's it. So we, we have a massive row about it. He says, you've got to go to the doctor. So uh, we actually took the kids away, um, all of our three kids in the, in the school holidays, then I came back the next day, went to the the scan and a blood test, and then on the Saturday morning we were in the doctor's office and he was saying, the doctor said, what's the chance of you taking a couple of months off work? I'm like, are you kidding? Yeah. It's like, well, you're going to have to because you've got a tumour on your kidney and it has to get removed. And what was the realisation when the C word was, no good. was said? How did you... No good. Yeah. It's They say that you can't really remember it, which is, I think, probably true. I sort of thought, hang on, what? Like, what What do you mean? Like, mm. first the doctor, my GP, thought I might actually have endometriosis, which would, sounded serious enough anyway, and that concerned me because uh, of a variety of strange symptoms that I had that they couldn't sort of pin down as to what it was over years, including the iron deficiency with the, with the, um, with the fatigue. So I was sort of preparing myself as we drove to the doctor, thinking maybe they're going to have to send me for the... Um, the camera whole surgery to, to diagnose the endo, but instead he tells me something more serious. Mm. Uh, yeah, like I think it's just yeah, I was it was it. I I can't even remember how I reacted. I was very upset. Uh, you know, my little boy's only nine, so that's sort of that's all you can think of. You of know, course. and how do you that have that conversation with a nine year old? Um, it's a hard one to have with anyone at any age. Yeah, it it is hard and, you know, he um, likes to, I think, think that he's pretty resilient but he's still only nine. I'm his mum, you know, like he's at that age, I think. Uh, he's my only so I don't have anything to compare it to but mm. he's at that age where he's trying to be um, like a bigger boy than he is. So, But he's really as little, just a little boy at heart. So it was hard for him. I uh, just had to explain that that's what it was and he kept saying, what do you mean? Like, what do you mean? What does that mean? And And luckily... I mean, thank God, all I had to do 
is have the surgery and have most of the kidney removed. So he could understand that you go into hospital, they take something out and you should be okay after that. So it's just been a bit of an education for him because now I have to have a lot of testing on a like a sort of three-month basis. basis. Yeah. Yep. So as long he knows that there might be a possibility that it, it does, but he hopes that it doesn't mm. sort of come back. But yeah, I mean, kids are amazingly resilient. Everyone says this, but you do worry about what goes on in their little brains that you of don't course. know. Yeah, yeah, the impact. I mean, as I say, it's hard enough for adults to get their heads yeah. around, let alone for the little people in mm. your life. And did you at any point think, well, what am I doing in politics? What am <laughs> I doing in this crazy, stressful, busy, mm. often does induce health problems? What yeah. am I doing in this line of work? But here you are, you, you're still here. Crazily, I didn't. Like, I actually missed it really badly like I remember actually recovering and watching question time oh you did not I did it was so bad (laughs) no one watches state question time except people that are usually in the room and I was like so angry and there was all these issues I know it's a policy free zone so I'm not going to go into it but there was all these issues at the time that I was like oh no I wish I was there and it it sort of yeah I really missed it and like I I just I mean I absolutely absolutely love my job and I, I knew I wanted to go back it's been a little bit different coming back in that way. But yeah, I had no doubts in my mind that I want to come back. Well, I'm glad that your health is is good because that's that's the main part at the yeah, end of the day. That's you. what's so important. So you've been in state parliament as the member for Londonderry since 2015. Mm. And before that, you were an advisor to Bob Carr and also on Penrith Council. So yep. politics is something that you've always been yep. drawn to. Why? Yeah. Um, yes, from very early on, I was. I was. Were you the sort of person who watched Question Time even when we weren't in politics? What actually started was I used to watch Meet the Press when I was in Year Nine, and I just and I would like scream at the TV, and I loved current affairs and news. I was a massive news junkie as a like a, a teenage girl, and my mum at the time said, "You know, you can join a political party," and like I didn't know that, and sort of the rest went from there. So yeah, I was always really drawn to it as a way to do things like change the world you might say and so yeah like I still um, even though it can be frustrating from time to time I feel like I still have that level of idealism to be honest. Because sometimes that idealism that you have as the teenager when you're outraged and you want to change the world it tempers as you get older but you still got the passion. Some of it has like yes and you learn to compromise can be a bit of a dirty word but you do learn to compromise and be realistic and pragmatic uh, but yes I definitely have idealism yeah. and I know that you're very close with your family you've got a younger sister you've got your parents yep. too when you told your family that you wanted to embark on a career in politics were they supportive or did they say well hang on pause for thought here <laughs> my my parent like I was I wouldn't be even sitting there's no way I'd be here without my mum and dad they've just been absolute rocks for me through some really hard personal times as well as through my whole career um you know my my max my little boy was was two when I was first elected when I first ran in my first campaign that was successful he was like so little I remember putting him on the floor and he wasn't even sitting up so they have just been amazing for me and they've they encouraged me a lot like I think my sisters thought I'm a bit mad from time to time but yeah mum and dad have been like literally the biggest supporters mm. she, I think maybe my mum thinks now it's her fault for suggesting it to me yeah <laughs> but they do love it and they're just they're they're just amazing and the prospect of being in government yeah it's a real one uh I think it is a real one um Definitely a real prospect, not the easiest thing for us to do without getting into the politics of it, but it certainly is, feels like an exciting challenge. 
um, and would be a very different life for me, that's for sure. And would you want to keep going if you don't win, if you're still stuck on the opposition yeah. benches? Would you yeah. still continue on? Yeah, I think um, as long as I'm re-elected in my seat, I'll keep going until they don't want me anymore. Okay. Yeah. Now, we've got the waffle here. The ice cream's melting. So tell me what you've got on this waffle that you've chosen for well, polywaffle today. Well, this is very uh, luxurious for me because usually I'm the one making waffles for children, not people making waffles for me. And so you just have really... like chocolate on it. That's all they want, <laughs> or right? Or they want the worst stuff. So I like I've got some... Oh, look, I've got mangoes and strawberry and there is some maple syrup and ice cream by the looks of it. Yes. So, yeah, so good. That sort of makes me feel a little bit more virtuous about eating a waffle. A little bit of fruit <laughs> in with the smotherings of maple syrup that we put on it too. And, okay, some quick questions to keep you on your toes here. Yep. I said policy-free zone, which it yep. is. Do you prefer winter or summer? Winter. Winter. Mm. Oh, see, I like summer way better. <laughs> and you've got the summer fruits here. I know, that's strange, but nonetheless, what is your guilty pleasure apart from waffles? Oh, my guilty pleasure. Oh, apart from waffles, my guilty pleasure is probably and, and watching question time. Uh, should shouldn't be, but it's probably shopping. Shopping. Yes. <laughs> okay, that's good. And if you can listen to one song for the rest of your life, what would that one song be or one band? Oh, one. One band for the rest of my life if I listen to probably Olivia Newton-John. Oh, OMG. Yeah, yeah, no, seriously. Woman after my own heart. Like, I absolutely love it. Like, Livy. I think, um, yeah, she's. I've been having a renaissance with ONG for the last, last couple of months. Yeah, me too. We miss her. We miss her so much. Yeah. Well, good luck for the upcoming election. Thanks, And Deb. we're so pleased that your health is, is back on track and let it forever be so. Thank you so much. Thank you, Deb. Prukar joining us here on Polly Waffle.